Okay, so, Jerry. Jerry Craft here. Jerry in the house. <laughs> hey. How you doing, good. Jerry? I'm well, thank you. I'm magnificent, let's say that. Oh, it's like that. Okay, okay. Feel that way. Well, you can't lead with that without, you know, laying something down. So how, why are you so magnificent? What, what great things are happening? So I have a uh, graphic novel uh, that I completed. Um, gee, it feels like I've been working on it for 100 years, but it will <laughs> finally be coming out in February. What's it called? What's it called? Huh, huh, huh? It's called New Kid. It is a middle grade graphic novel, 256 pages that Jeez. I wrote and illustrated. Two How long did this take you? I told you, 100 years. Yeah, yeah, I know, Jerry, and we all know you're that old, but... <laughs> so, you know what? I literally... Um, so, I had the script written, and when I kind of signed the contract, and it was official, and I knew I could stop, you know, I could uncross my fingers... Because uh, it's hard to draw with my fingers crossed. Yeah, I've heard that. You know, I literally drew, I think, from about 8 in the morning till 2 in the morning, almost seven days a week, Jeez. from January of 2017 until February of 2018. So basically a little over a year. Yeah, so it was like, 13 months of maybe 15 hours a day. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. And, yeah. And then for the last couple of months, I have been working with uh, proofreaders who are absolutely both amazing and, and frightening <laughs> because <laughs> they will say something like, uh, you know, we noticed that Dad has a wedding ring on page 48, but on page 212, he doesn't have it. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm serious. That was the stuff that I was getting. It was like, wow. Like, it was just amazing. So it's like you're working last, with Monk. <laughs> absolutely. For the last couple of weeks, I have been going in and, you know, I get these pages and pages. So, yep. Uh, you forgot the wedding ring, you forgot the strap on his backpack, you forgot blah, blah, blah. So now um, I literally just got uh, an advanced reader copy. Um, so I, I got to see what that's like and hold it in my hands. And, yeah, that's it. it. You know, it's loosely based on my life of growing up in Washington Heights. And That's in New York City for anybody who's not familiar with, uh, you know, Washington Heights and, and, and good old New York area. Yes. So that was that's the section of New York that kind of butts up against Harlem. And um, and I always wanted to be an artist. And my parents did not think that, you know, that was a viable job. They thought I'd be living in their basement until I was 50. <laughs> But, uh, and, you, and you were out by 47, though, right? I, you know what? I did show them. I 47, I three years early, so <laughs> I showed them. And, um, you know, when I went to, like, St. Matthew's Lutheran School and School on the Hill in Harlem, there were, like, 25 kids in the class. There'd be, like, you know, 24 black kids, one Latino kid, and Eric, like, the one white kid. Mm. And... 
then, um, so I wanted to go to, to art school, right? So I had taken a test of music and art and art design and got in. And my parents, you know, again, the whole basement thing, they were like, no, we want you to go to an academic high school. So they made me go to a school in Riverdale, home of Archie and Betty Veronica, uh, called the Fieldson School. Oh, I know that. Yeah. And, uh, so now I take the bus from Washington Heights every day, and I get to this school that looked like Harvard. I mean, it looked like something from TV. And now I go from one of 25 black kids to one of 10 black kids out of 110 kids. Oh, jeez. Um, so it was not always the easiest thing. And... Um, you know, I have done all these books. You know, I've done like 30 books in 25 years. I think I published my first Modest Boys book in 1997. Do you know, I'm going to just stop you just for a split second. Do you know that we actually did this just a wee bit, but, but backwards. But, ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Craft, again, because some of you may not know who this gentleman is. Jerry Craft is an accomplished illustrator and storyteller, writer, illustrator, storyteller in comics and graphic novels and comic strips. Um, and Jerry and I met years ago, so I know all this stuff about him, but the folks listening into this interview, we didn't really set that up. So you've got, you've got his latest project, which then luckily was almost autobiographical, so we sort of backslided into the introduction. So just keep on going, Jerry, but I just wanted to take that moment to say that. You trying to set me up? Hey, what can I tell you, brother? You know, <laughs> you know how we do. Well, Jim Kelly the hard way. Uh, <laughs> So, um, you know, it, it was weird that, um, you know, so all these books I've done, all these imaginary stories and trying to get published. And then, you know, it always doing books with African-American characters, trying to do positive stories. Um, you know, I, I had a hard time getting published initially. So then in 1997, I decided to publish my first book, which is Mama's Boys as American the Sweet Potato Pie. And... That went well, so I never even thought of being published again. You know, I was like, okay, I'm going to be the self-publisher for the rest of my life because I don't want to do books about gangs or slavery or the civil rights movement or, you know, they're important books, but that's not what I wanted to do, and that's not... And it's not our only story. That's not our only story, right? Yeah. It's like Blackjack. It's like, you know, it's like, which is, as you know, that's your story. Yeah, yeah. You know, 1930s Soldier of Fortune. It's like, what a cool concept. And it's not, you know, gangs and where's my dad and, you know, mom's in jail and grandma shares her jail cell with her and just so. And like, we living off welfare and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. But so, so wait, so, you know, um, you were saying, though, uh, you had decided you were going to be, or at least believed at that point, you were going to be basically only an independent publisher. Absolutely, for the rest of my life. And um, so, you know, I've, I, I've done like 30 books since 1997 uh, for myself and other individuals. And one day I was at a publisher and, you know, I told them all the wonderful stuff that I did. And they were like, hey, what else you got? And I was like, oh, crap, what else I got? I just told you everything. <laughs> So I said, you know, I, I had this concept of a uh, of 
you know, loosely bi- autobiographical about a black kid going to a predominantly white, predominantly wealthy private school. And they were like, go on. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had me do up samples. And um, then when I realized that, uh, I was like, oh. And, and this is really like a chance meeting, like a friend of a friend invited me or introduced me and then like, hey, come on down. And years later, it probably took about three years later because I, I went through a whole lot of different things. So um, I ended up getting an agent when I realized that I had um, some real interest from this. I was like, wait a minute, are you telling me that a mainstream publisher might be interested in this story? Uh, the art of the pitch. Yeah, which is so funny because, you know, of all the stories for my quote-unquote big break ends up coming right back to autobiographical. Mm. Semi-autobiographical. And um, then, yeah, my agent sold it to uh, HarperCollins. Um, and then, you know, like I said, 13 months of drawing. And uh, it is coming out February 5th, 2019. I've got a uh, cover blurb from Mr. Jeff Kenny, Diary of Wimpy Kid. Yo, beautiful. What's it say? Or can uh, you not reveal? Oh, oh, yeah. Let me see. i got to pull it up. Uh, so you, we keep talking, and I'll, I'll find Okay. I, I don't want to butcher it. Well, no, let me, let me just, again, just to fill in a couple little blank spots here. So, A, Mama's Boy is the series that Jerry created and was self-publishing initially, which really was his, his first big step into the publishing arena as an independent artist and publisher, uh, was a storyline about uh, a widow, a woman whose husband passes away, and she's got two teenage boys, and it's a black family, and she owns a bookstore. So uh, she's going to raise her boys right. You know, they're going to get their education. They're going to come up right as good human beings and all that. But, of course, again, it's a parent-kid scenario. There's always going to be these ups and downs, these highs and lows in terms of family dynamics, but also you were able to bring in some social commentary and so forth, all with with a certain degree of humor, too, and made it the whole presentation of both uh, the first book. I think what you did three three books. I minutes? did three of the black and white anthology. Right. Two years ago, I did Mama's Boys in Living Color, which is my first graphic novel, like a full color graphic novel. See, I I ain't, I ain't get one of those. So okay. So anyway, he's got four out, and they. You know, they, it's really watching the the whole concept, the family, the universe develop and watching him, again, tell very human stories, humor stories, uh, social issue stories. You know, race comes in there every now and then. But with humor and with a certain sort of sensitivity that I think made the series by itself really not groundbreaking, but in a way very substantial and, and solid and worthwhile. So again, folks, if you get a chance, you should look for those. Uh, his website, I'll put the, the email address, uh, the um, URL up. And I'm sure... Uh, it's just jerrycraft.com. So oh, gee, well, keep it simple. Jerrycraft.com. Yeah, because, you know... <laughs> but you know what's so interesting? Your name is yeah. Thalmas Razulala. Yeah, it's easier. You know. <laughs> yeah. Because I wanted to do, you know, family humor. Now, although... Um, so, like, I had a, a heavy literacy component because, as you said, mom owned a bookstore. Right. Um, dad passed away from complications of diabetes. So I had a heavy, you know, health theme 
in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, you know, it was so weird. I ended up doing the New York Daily News had an AIDS supplement, and they hired me to do Mama's Voice cartoons about AIDS mm-hmm. awareness. Um, that was years ago. I did that. I've done the characters for organ and tissue donation and teen uh, pregnancy. Yeah, it was yeah. really weird. So some somewhere down the line, I became this guy that took these really serious subjects and made them palatable for general consumption. Um, and then since then, I've done children's books on uh, Looking to the Clouds for Daddy about three little girls whose dad passed away. I did one called uh, Shauna about... Um, a little girl with Rett syndrome uh, who couldn't speak or walk. So, yeah, somehow that became, like, my thing. You know? Didn't you also do one of the Chicken Soup books? Yeah, I did uh, the comics for two Chicken Soup for the African-American Soul books, uh, Chicken Soup for the African-American Soul and Chicken Soup for the African-American Woman's Soul with Lisa Nichols, who is now, you know, the next Oprah Winfrey. So I can say I, I knew her when. Well, hopefully she'll be saying that about you. Yes, I, yes, I would love for her to say that about me. There you go. Well, and, you got your uh, book coming out in February, man. You know, make a phone call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa, <laughs> if you're listening. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but it was all family humor. Like, it was humorous and family stuff. And and you know what? One of my favorite compliments, I, uh, I bumped into Dwayne McDuffie, who I didn't know. Uh, I, I was at... Black Expo years ago, or Kwanzaa Fest, one of those at Javits, and I had on the Mama's Boy shirt, and this guy stops me. He's like, hey, where'd you get that shirt? That six-foot-something tall, big black dude pulls you over and goes, where's the shirt, yeah, man? Right. where's the shirt? Right, so I, you know, take it off to give it to him. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not robbing you. No, that's not real. Uh, no, he's okay. like, where'd you get that? I said, well, this is my thing I, I created. He said, dude, oh, my God, I just bought that book at the Incurable Bookstore. Um, in Kira Bookstore where Talib Kweli used to work, the rapper who also went on to like amazing stuff and and so he was like you know that is the he said something like the hardest book like it has the most stuff in it while still being nice family humor ah yeah yeah. Uh, and I was like wow and I was like, oh, so what's your name, young man? He's like, Dwayne McDuffie. And I was like, holy crap, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then I, you know, bowed down gracefully. Kissed his ring. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, you know, selling this family humor, as much as everyone said they wanted family humor, um, it never got like what Boondocks got something like that, especially yeah. like the Boondocks uh, cartoon. And um, so, you know, it, it was times where it was like a little disappointing. Um, and I remember doing a radio commercial, uh, a radio interview one time, and it was with uh, Mark Allen Stamati, uh, Art Spiegelman, who I didn't know at the time, mm-hmm. legendary and Stan Mack, who used to do Stan Mack's Real Life Funnies, and they all talked about how their editors always told them that they need to calm down and stop shaking up stuff. Oh, and, geez. you know, take it easy. Oh, jeez. Stop pushing the envelope. And I was like, wow, 
always get the opposite. I'm like, hey, can you curse a little bit? You know, can you have some gun violence in there? Can yeah, because you you're black, you know. Where is that? Where are those elements? <laughs> right. So we were like, wow, that's really interesting. Um, so, you know, the, the Mama's Boys thing, it, it was picked up weekly by King Features for like 20 years. And I am actually going to retire from doing it at the end of this year. Wow. Yeah. To, you know, wow. to new kid. So. Wow. That's where I'm at. Oh, so I found, I found, speaking of new kid, I found the Jeff King quote. So it says, funny, sharp, and totally real. Jordan Banks is the kid everyone will be talking about. Jeff Kenny, author of Diary of a Whoopie Kid. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. Well, A, naturally, I will be buying my copy. Um, and unfortunately, since it's coming out in February, it will miss the, the, the Schomburg event. But nevertheless, anybody who's listening to this now who plans to be at the Schomburg event, get in touch with Jerry. Anyway, he can tell you what stores to go to or Amazon. He can tell you where to go to get ready to buy it or pre-order it. Because we want those numbers, we want those numbers to go like, you know, like like the taxi meter. You know? Yeah, it's so weird because you know, for like fifteen years, I get people, hey, look, here's a fish smoking a cigar. Let's make this go viral. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. So now I actually have something that I would love for people to be like, hey, you know, this dude's been in the trenches for thirty years. You know, let's uh, let's, let's show make it happen. Because. Um, you know, being that this is a traditional publisher now, HarperCollins, they look at stuff like pre-orders and things like that, just like how you go to see American Klansmen or Get Out opening weekend, that really matters. And I'm always out there online with my movie tickets, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, this actually uh, it works the same way. So those advanced sales and things like that uh, go a long way. You know? Well, so again, we will we will begin a campaign. I would say probably the best time would be in October or so, and start pushing, pressing, send out the clarion call, and to try and get people to a be aware of the fact the book's coming, and yes, to get in those pre-orders, uh, and so that when Jerry's book is finally released. Um, already he'll have been handed several awards because I think that's a wonderful thing. So either way, we're gonna you know we're gonna keep doing what we're doing, and obviously Jerry, there's there's a lot more we can talk about, and I do want to uh, you know meet up with you like this again because there's a a whole another dialogue to have about what it's like to actually self-publish and the business end of it and some of the other stories you and I could share. So let's let's definitely try and do this again soon. But in the meantime, just let's repeat again. Your website is. Just jerrycraft.com. And that's C-R... Oh, I'm sorry. You started to spell it. Go ahead. Do it. A-E-R-R-Y-C-R-A-F-T.com. Right. Jerrycraft.com. And he's got the new book coming out in February, which is called... New Kid from HarperCollins. HarperCollins. Uh, and then... February 5th, 2019. Okay. Uh, February 5th, 2019? Yep. Okay. Really graphic novel. All right. And what's available right now for people to find and go look for? Um, on my website, which is best, because then I get to autograph it, I have Mama's Boys um, in Living Color. I have The Offenders, which is my anti-bullying uh, about five kids who get superpowers, but instead of being cool like Black Panther, they end up looking like the kids they pick 
squat. So one gets <laughs> gains like 50 pounds, one gets super thin, one gets super small. That one, and then I have like a dozen picture books that I've illustrated for a variety of other authors. Um, and a book I did for Scholastic. Uh, I illustrated for Scholastic called The Zero Degree Zombies Only. There you go. So, you know, you got this potpourri of possibilities, and you should definitely give you know get give it a look, check them out, and then look for uh, again at some point. Jerry and Simmons will, will you know Kraft and Simmons will come at you again. Jerry, thanks very much for the time, man. Thank you, I appreciate it. You got it, brother. Take care. You got it. Bye bye.